0: So uh when it came to like the question at the beginning of mass before mass asked about like what's uh, like something difficult you've done or what's something hard you've done um, I don't know if anyone mentioned like just going to college because I don't know if the last last couple days have been one of those like, yeah, this has been a really difficult time. If you don't, I'm not going to like, show of hands, how many hate your life right now? Um, but like one of those questions of like, oh my gosh, um, why does it seem so hard? Because like I was planning all summer, actually, maybe the last couple years, like I can't wait to leave home and go to Duluth and you get here and it's like, ow, ow kind of, kind of. It's, it can be hard. And the question can come up like, why is this so difficult? And the answer is really simple it's because it is that's just the answer (laughs) because it's difficult because that whole process of like I mean think about this we have asked people to do this always okay leave everyone who knows you and who loves you and who cares about you and go to a place where no one knows you no one loves you and no one cares we love you but like no one cares it's like no wonder it seems hard because it is actually hard like no wonder it seems difficult because it actually is difficult which brings up this, this question in my mind which is like why do we do difficult things like why do we, why do, we do things I mean doesn't it doesn't just have to be like leave home and go to college um, why college why get, your plan Okay, um, hopefully your plan is to like actually study here so why study Like why like, have all nighters why have to write this whole paper why do I take a class that I do not enjoy why do I get a job maybe you someday you might not enjoy when if you're an athlete, like why do that? Why do difficult things? If you ever become a get married, like that's hard. It's hard to get married. It's, not, it's easy to get married. Hard to be married. Having children, like raising those that's there why do we as human beings do difficult things? You kind of just if, I don't know if you've ever stopped and asked that question, because you do difficult things all the time. Why? I think it comes down to one word one thing. Because of, because of hope. When it comes down to it, the reason we do difficult things is because we believe that it actually makes a difference when you do difficult things. Like, and think of the last time the last difficult thing you did. It was because you had a hope that, like, okay, this will matter that this actually makes a difference either in my life or this will make a difference in someone else's life. The reason why we do any difficult thing, we would never do a difficult thing if we didn't actually believe that it, would, that it made a difference. We would never do anything difficult if we didn't actually believe that it came down to like it, the fact that it matters. Like even being here right now, you guys, we normally do not have mass at 9 a.m. for a reason. I do not like it. <laughs> 10.30 a.m. is the normal mass time. You guys, it's just painful. Why? Because <laughs> it's, it's not that painful, but like, I'm, a, I'm kind of a drama person. Um, I believe it makes a difference. The reason you got out of bed this morning and got here on time, got to this place is because you show up to mass this morning because you believe at some, at some level, it matters that you're here. At some level, it matters that you show up in some level, at some level, it makes a difference. So the reason we do hard things is because we believe it actually makes a difference, and that's why. Just like it's so cool, Um, what's at the heart that that hope is at the heart of every discipline we've ever embraced. So the letter to the Hebrews today, it's chapter twelve. The author talks about discipline. And and he he says this, he says, endure your trials with discipline. He says, at the time, um, no discipline seems a cause for joy. And we're like, yeah, amen to that, brother. Like, at the time, no discipline seems a cause for joy. But later, it bears the fruit of righteousness. It bears the fruit of peace. Like, the discipline equals this. Later on, we get something. So what's discipline? Here's the definition of discipline. Discipline is the willingness and the ability to sacrifice what I want now for what I want more later. Just definition of discipline. The willingness and the ability to sacrifice what I want now for what I want more later, and so like I want to stay up late, but I want more to get up early. I want to have this fourth piece of cake, but I want more to not look like someone who ate the fourth piece of cake. Like I, I want, um, I want to just hang out with friends, but I instead of studying, but I want more to graduate and actually be employed, like later on, like so. Discipline is the willingness and the ability to sacrifice what I want now for what I want more later on. It's like a trade. And that's why discipline that he talks about in the, in the letter to the Hebrews, discipline is the mark of the mature Christian. Like having discipline is the mark of the mature Christian. And this is what this might be the point where you're like, oh, okay, yeah, because like okay, true Christians are really tough, or like true Christians like do tough things, and like that's not what I'm saying. Not at all. I'd say Discipline is the mark of the mature Christian because the heart of discipline is hope. The heart of discipline is hope. Why? Because if discipline is the willingness and the ability to sacrifice what I want now for what I want more later on, every time you engage in discipline, it's because you're exercising hope. You believe that if I sacrifice this now, it'll actually matter. It'll make a difference. So again, for the last time, maybe... Discipline is the willingness and the ability to sacrifice now for what I want more later. And the heart of discipline is the conviction, the belief, the hope that that actually matters, that that actually makes a difference, which is one of the reasons why in the letter to the Hebrews, he says this, he says, so please brothers and sisters do not lose heart. Like in the midst of discipline, in the midst of hard things, in the midst of difficult stuff, do not become discouraged. Because if I lose heart, if I become discouraged, what happens is I stop. I stop everything. If I stop hoping, then I stop striving. If I stop hoping, then what happens is, I've, again, I've lost the scripture. I've lost my heart. Because it's 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 normal for difficult things to be difficult. The reason why they're difficult is because they're hard to do. They're difficult. That's not a problem. The problem is, when I get to this point where I don't just lose it's not just difficult, but I've lost hope. I've lost my heart. I've become discouraged. I don't believe this matters anymore. That's that's maybe where some of you have been. Maybe that's where you are now. That place where it's just like, what difference does it make? Like when it comes to the next step in life, that it's really easy to ask that question. Like, so what difference does it make? Why keep trying? That's why the letters of the Hebrews is all about like, listen fight against that temptation to lose your hope. In fact, this is built off, this is the beginning of what we heard today it was Hebrews chapter 12 verse 5. The beginning of Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 is incredible. He says this, he says, we're surrounded by this great cloud of witnesses therefore let's rid ourselves of every burden and sin that clings to us and persevere in running the race that's set before us. And what he's trying to say in the concept of all this discipline stuff is like, listen, you've been set on a path, like at, he might not know how, you may not know why, but you're actually on a racetrack, you're on a path. There's, there's, this, there's this path that God has placed you on right now and it's not an accident and it's, it's not random. It's actually completely on purpose. Here you are. So why would I become discouraged? Why would I lose heart? Because I know that God has actually set me on this path. Where you are right now is exactly where you are supposed to be. And what you do right now, what I do right now, actually makes a difference and so he says he says so keep your eyes fixed on Jesus who's the leader and perfecter of our faith and it goes on oh it's so good he says consider how Jesus endured such opposition from sinners in order that you might not grow weary and you might not lose heart so again you might be in this place where you're just like man what difference does it make why give my heart to anybody just gonna lose it Why try? just going to fail. Why sacrifice what I want now for what I want more later? It might not work out. What difference does it make? And here is the author saying, Jesus, he endured so much opposition. He endured being crushed. He endured the cross. Why? So that you would not grow weary and so you would not lose heart. So when you got to that place where it's just like, man, it's falling apart. That you wouldn't give up that you wouldn't be discouraged, that you wouldn't lose heart. Because, again, we can become discouraged when the discipline becomes difficult. But you can handle any discipline when you know it makes a difference. We can become discouraged when the discipline becomes difficult, but you can handle any difficulty when you know it makes a difference. You can do this. What do a lot of people do? I don't know what other people are going to do. What you can do, though, is you can keep running. That's one of the things from the gospel today. You know, the guy comes up to Jesus and says, Lord, will only a few be saved? I don't know if you noticed this, but Jesus doesn't say yes or no. So frustrating. Um, Jesus doesn't give like, well, actually, the percentage is this. He doesn't give a number. This guy comes up and he asks this big question like, Lord, what's the, what's the path for the whole world? And Jesus says, you. He actually... In this little section of scripture we heard today, he uses the word you, Y O U, 11 times, at least. And this guy has this big question "What? would all people, all people be saved? And he says, no, 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 you strive. You run. You race. Other people, I love them, but listen, what I'm asking of you is this is about you, and this is about your race. This is about your life, about your choices, about your discipline, your willingness and ability to give up what you want now for what I have in store for you, what you want more later on. And so that we have the question, this is the last thing, like what do I do then? Okay, here's the first week of school, here's the first Sunday mass, um, class starts tomorrow, so Father, what do I do now? Okay, this is the deal, is I'm supposed to live a disciplined life and um, God has a path for me and a plan for me. Okay, what's the, what's, what do I do next? It's really, really simple actually because we have a tendency, I don't know maybe about you, but I have a tendency to overcomplicate things. And when I overcomplicate things, I'm like, I'm going to do all the things. And then I get overwhelmed. So overcomplication means to overwhelm, leads to overwhelming. And so we're going to make it really simple. I just invite you, this year, do one thing. This year, do one thing. Just have this in mind. When it comes to this, okay, discipline, willingness to sacrifice, what I want now, for what I want more later, because I know what makes a difference. This one thing will make all the difference. Show up. Just that's it. That's when it comes down to it. Just show up. So um, we have classes typically, I think, you know, usually they don't take attendance. Well, some of them might, but typically don't take attendance. You can skirt around that show up. We don't take attendance at mass. I mean, we we could start, I guess. Take a note. We'll start doing that. Um, We don't we don't take but show up. Like this is the greatest thing. So cool. Here you are in this place, this new phase in your life, where you actually get to make a choice about like what kind of life, what your life looks like, what the shape of your life is. Like, are you a are you are you a woman after God's own heart? Are you a man of prayer? Show up. Not do it perfectly. Just do it. Because that makes all the difference. While willingness to just. Okay, I'll be back next Sunday. Not as early. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll show up to prayer on a regular basis. Not perfectly. I have work. I'm not going to call in sick when I'm not sick. To just be the kind of person who shows up is the kind of person that you actually end up wanting to be. Even after you've failed. Actually, especially after you've failed not be discouraged because you're not done to be able to take that next step in hope knowing that that hope, that discipline, that just showing up will not only make a difference it makes all the difference